You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 389th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Hey Tim, this is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, where you guys, it's it's going to be a rough, a rough episode in a lot of ways, but I think we got to start out with some bummer news, uh, which we hate mm-hmm. to do. That's right. Yeah. So... Obviously, as most of our listeners know, Mo Wilson, probably the best gravel racer in the country, um, was murdered in Austin, Texas last week at the age of 25, um, which is obviously super bummer and thoughts out to the family and kind of just the uh, most tragic news possible when we all saw it on Friday and started up the old texting and everything that happened. Yeah, um, just a shock, just a bummer, just a huge loss, and uh, all of our collective thoughts to all of her friends and family and those who knew her and interacted with her, sponsors, everybody, you know, like, it just, it affects a big pool of people, and it's a, just a really tough situation, so. Yeah. I don't know enough about Mo, other than um, some of these Amazing results, 25-minute win at Belgian Waffle Ride. Obviously the big favorite into all of the entire Lifetime Grand Prix season. Um, And it's a shock. And I look forward to hearing more about her life um, through the various uh, podcasts and mediums uh, that are reporting on this. And hopefully her family will be able to find as much closure as possible. Yeah. Moving right along from that total bummer (laughs) we just kind of got to do our normal thing i guess yeah at this point we'll we'll do our best so let's roll into the juro coverage in the most smooth way as possible and little guy i know that you are absolutely stoked with the result today on the blockhouse, the blockchain if you will of jai henley taking the win i'm pretty sure you called this many times ago no it was spencer it's spencer man pretty sure that was me getting that on record last episode just to make sure i had that out there (laughs) good call spencer i gotta say i didn't i didn't 100 percent believe he was gonna he was gonna be this good this year he he was obviously really good two years ago but yeah you didn't sound like it when i said so last week and he had uh, a rough 20 2021 and i mean good on fair, Henley. We, yeah. a lot of us had a rough 2021 well he, yeah well but no great yeah hinley huge result with the win over bardet and carapaz mm-hmm. uh and then landa almeida and posa vivo oh how could i forget oh the, yeah the, the masters <laughs> came in uh shortly after the, the masters the came in shortly after well posa i vivo nabali uh valverde all in that group <laughs> Well, that was great to see Nibali obviously just re- announced his retirement. 
mm-hmm. coming up at the end of the season. Valverde says he's going to retire, but we know that's not true. And Pozovivo mm-hmm. seems like he doesn't ever want to retire, but he keeps almost having to retire because of injuries or the fact that teams he's on fold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, as much as Spencer. He has a bit of the kiss of death for a team. <laughs> well, as much as Spencer, I'm sure you were ha- like Hinley won, and you're like, yeah, man, I called Hinley. I got to say, oh, seen yeah. at one point there was just six six guys there. And Post of Evil is one of them. And, and remembering how much I have spent the last many years whenever Post of Evil ends up without a contract and people are like, ah, he's too old and he can't get on a team. And he's like scrambling for a team. He didn't get signed to Wanty till like the season had already started. Like he was kind of a later yeah. call up for them. Um, I'd say pretty good move, even if things don't go great from now, like uh, yeah. showing the colors on the top of the mountains in the Giro. Uh, not bad for a late call-up uh, 39. I think it's the 16th yeah. Giro. 16th? That's, uh, 16th Giro. Call... <laughs> it's true. That's what they call a good piece of business there yeah. in the sports world. Uh, little guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely excited to see it. Uh, I think the the Giro in general, uh, it's my favorite of the three Grand Tours, even though I think the, the Tour obviously gets all the hype and it it's the one I watch the most of, you know, like we all yeah, do. We because all do. It's, it's the most, it's the biggest show, right? But I think pound for pound, I think the Giro is the best of the three. Yes. Um, and it's shaping up they, to be that way yet again. So The way they just take these, like, like all the climbs that they just seem to find for the Giro, I think is my favorite part. Because I'm not as familiar, right? Like, the two are like, oh, they're going up the Tourmalet. There's a lot of you know, Alptuez every other year or whatever. Like there's a lot of like the classics. Uh-huh. I just love how the Giro always seems to find something new. Like they, they did a volcano the other day and now they're like at the blockhouse. Yeah. Blockhouse um, is great. It's awesome. They've been doing a lot. I mean, obviously I'm sure you guys saw Saturday's stage, which had a little more, they've had more like circuits on some of these stages, which is great. And we had a, Saturday was just a breakaway stage. We had Vanderpool in the break. We had Garamay in the break. And then we had Thomas oh. Gent winning from the break. <laughs> I don't know what more you can ask for in like a non... Like if you're going to have mountain stages, obviously today was a yeah. great mountain stage because you had six guys fighting it out. You had ner- nearly a photo finish. But then having these days where you have breaks full of really exciting riders going and then the yeah. old wily veteran gets one over on like the the young upstarts well, is uh, it's satisfying. I got to say at least uh, as a 40 year old masters racer. Now it's very satisfying to see Thomas to get, get, <laughs> get one over on Vanderpool and gear Cause you know, they're faster yeah. than him. They're they're They yeah. should be stronger than him, but uh, he, he a, is a smart bike racer and he had to kick at the what? end from that group. So it worked. Yeah. Drone hopper getting some uh, coverage in that break too, little guy with the other Eritrean rider. Yeah. By the did, way, drone hopper. He, let's. Is he okay? Let, let, just, he crashed. Just a second. Is he, no, wait, wait. He wait. did. He did crash. Is he okay? But I never saw if he's okay. He's fine. He finished. Okay. I, don't know how I didn't do it. You know, like he didn't call me. No, I'm but, just um, saying. But I like, would say that I didn't see if he got up and rode again. So. So the. Oh, he finished. Okay. Good. Good. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, like, like I said, didn't call me, but, uh, you know, here he is, um, back to my original point, uh, drone hopper by far the most, uh, um, it's got, it's got the coolest mix of nations on this team. So they, they have a Ukrainian rider, 
They have an Eritrean rider. They have a couple, they have three Italians. Um, and then, Oh, what's this? Eduardo Sepulva of, yeah. uh, Argentina. Argentina. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm loving it. Loving life. And while we're there, let's just throw in Cepeda of Ecuador. I mean, it's yeah. such a kick-ass team. It's, true. it's the Wanty of 2022. That's true. They're the international Wanty. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I mean, Wanty obviously also has a pretty international, but yes. I don't even hopper. know what a drone hopper is. I want to buy one, though. It's a drone. It's literally just a drone. It's hopping. Oh, amazing. But, yes, yeah, so Jai, Jai Henley takes it. Bardet's looking great. I mean, Carapaz is there. Yates failed miserably. The weight of a nation just <laughs> collapsed on uh, um, Simon Yates. He's got a uh, knee injury, know, team, man. Can't team, cut him some break. Team, <laughs> Tim G, team GB now is putting all their hopes on Hugh Carthy. Um, yeah. yeah. Or actually, Team GB is probably just going to claim Jai Henley as one of their own. Probably. I mean, like, eh, you know, the the sun never sets on the British Empire. There's, he's still ours. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Carthy had had a bad day today, and he but, slips yeah. down a bit. But I mean, I'm fingers crossed. I like I like you, little guy. Bigger question in the GC. I know how stoked you are with Posavivo climbing into the top ten. I know that you're like me going Valverde, looking pretty solid there for another Heimar Zubeldia impersonation for a top ten. But mm-hmm. the big question, little guy, how stoked are you that Mikel Landa <laughs> is pulling on that leadership jersey of Bahrain victorious and is now sitting in seventh place just 29 seconds back from the pink jersey and only... 14 seconds behind Carapaz, who's clearly the favorite to win this thing at this point? Uh, I yeah. mean, it's exciting. I think uh, for Landa, the more exciting part is that he's ahead of Bilbao now in the <laughs> Bahrain <laughs> was, GC fight. But, yeah. but Bilbao's only in 10th at like a minute 20, so it's it's not over. Landa could still mess this up and find himself working for Bilbao. It's Landa did look good today. Uh, he looks strong, but... I thought, Sam, I thought for sure with that whole lead-in, you were going to talk about how your boy, Manuel Bookman, uh, fourth place in the tour 100 years ago whenever you uh, <laughs> fell in love with him and cursed yeah. him, whenever yeah. you put your curse on him, uh, mm-hmm. pulling up in the GC, obviously, inner I mean, team this, drama this. with Spencer's up-and-coming uh, Bora, right? Bora is just, they just can't go wrong. Like, they're just... No, it's the Moneyball. It's the Moneyball team. They're the Oakland A's of um, of cycling. But I have to say, little guy, um, I'm all in on the Valverde train, mostly just because I listened to some garbage a couple weeks ago where people were talking about Valverde handing off a race win at 42 years old, not even caring, just kind of being like, hey, why don't you go ahead and win? He did. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just because why would um, Valverde care at 42 uh, yeah. to win a race? I don't know what podcast that was uh, spewing the, that conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. But the truth is Valverde is looking amazing. And what I love about Valverde is I know our dozens of listeners right now are yelling like, why do you guys like Valverde? You guys constantly talk about Valverde. I have um, some friends here in Orlando that like use Valverde as like, like the, the kryptonite of like a text message thread, like where we're all like chatting away <laughs> about like Pidcock and all these other things. And they're like, 
oh yeah well you still like Valverde and like then that like just ends the conversation I'm just so I just to see your guys smiling faces to to share in the excitement of the 42 year old boy wonder still (laughs) just teaching the young kids how it's done Uh I mean this guy is just a I mean they're gonna write movies about this guy potentially they, they are they are Potentially. Um, yeah. So anyway, the Giro's looking good. I can't wait to be there next week. Oh my goodness. I'm super jealous, yeah. Tim. Soon. Super jealous. A week a week from now I'll be there on the uh on the sl- on the side of the road. Actually yeah. hopefully in the start village watching them leave and then I'm gonna go back to my Airbnb and uh watch it on TV and get some coffee and not try to fight traffic. Now, when you um, get that coffee, do you think you'll still be getting a, you know, using the Trek Segafredo, uh, Segafredo coffee? Is or do you think Sega at that Fredo point coffee? it won't yeah. be anymore? Because I don't know if Lopez can keep in the jersey, but Ciccone, their boy, lost a ton of time, and I think now they got to shove all the cards into Plan B. <laughs> but I don't. What yeah. kind of coffee do you think you're going to be having? You think you're going to be having that kind? Still with him, or you're gonna you're gonna have to branch out. I mean, I'll, I'll seek out a little Sega Fredo. I'm okay. more concerned if the mach- if the machine making it is a Seiko machine or not. Yeah, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's probably you know that's what I'm gonna be uh, seeking out. You know, guys, I'm a relatively new coffee connoisseur. I just started drinking yeah. in the pandemic, um, so I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> things are going really good. Let's just to what Tim needs is more coffee. Uh-huh. We've all been saying you don't have enough energy for years. Well, you know, when I was in the hospital for my stroke drink, um, they, one of the first questions they asked were like, do you drink coffee? And I was like, no. And then they're like, okay. And then they just move on. So I was like, well, I mean, obviously I should start drinking coffee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you wouldn't yeah, have yeah. had that stroke if you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm excited for the Giro. Things are looking uh, grand there. Um, do you guys have anything else to talk about the Giro? No, not really about the Giro. I think you know what else was today. Oh what yeah, was today the biggest yeah. and most important race of them all, little guy. And it had nasty weather. Mm-hmm. One day, yeah. little little uh, known French uh, I, you race think, that you think little guy would know. Uh, I know what happened. I was trying to literally. Every single magazine article, like every single magazine writes an article about it, blog post, makes a tweet. It's, it's everyone's favorite race to say it's their favorite race. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, we're talking about Trobro Leone, um, famously. The best he, posters in the world. Famously the best posters in, in cycling and famously giving a pig away to not the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make that it is, confusing. Got to make that clear. They do not give a pig to the winner. They give away a pig, but not to the winner. Now, now little guy, um, did you watch the race? Did you watch Shore Leon? No, I watched. I watched. I, did, uh, I watched the Giro and then and then and did some spring okay. cleaning. So sorry. Okay, so I'm gonna just. I didn't watch it either, um, Spencer. I, uh, I'm assuming you did not watch it either. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read the results like I'm little guy. All right. Okay. So, uh, oh, third place with Connor Swift. Old Swifty looking pretty good there in third place. Super stoked with him. Landed on a solid team, Team Arkea. Um, oh, what's this? Luca Mazzato and Hugo Hofstetter in a sprint? Clearly, Luca Mazzato must have just given up the win to Hugo Hofstetter with some kind of <laughs> deal to be made. 
a couple <laughs> kilometers from the finish and saying, why don't you take this Frenchman so that you can also take home the pig as the winner, Hugo Hofstetler. Things are going to be good. And then I'll be looking for a sweet contract when my B&B hotels presented by KTM team folds. How'd I do, little guy? Is that pretty much how you read those results in your uh, mind? I don't really know anything about about Luca, so that that Hugo won exactly made more sense That's, to me because I I know yeah. I know more of him and uh, he seems to be pretty good in these sort of uh, second tier classics races. He's always good at La Salle or whatever too early in the spring. So he's got some tats. Well, this, uh, he looks tough. He looks, he looks like a he looks like a uh, Heinrich Hausler uh, stand in, but like a little bigger. Like if they were doing action movies, like Heinrich Hausler would have Hugo be his stunt double because he'd like look a little more ripped. Huh. Are you are you just saying that because they both have H's in their initials? Yeah. No, look like at pictures a, of him. I mean, look at pictures of him. I I'm looking at pictures of this guy, and yeah. his hair is pretty amazing. I don't know if I'd I trust little guy as dude. a as a casting agent for. Are you looking okay. looking at them both dude. side by side? Look at your Heinrich Hauser. Look at your Hugo. Uh-huh. What is his last uh-huh. name? Hofstetter. They look similar. That's uh-huh. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, <laughs> Hugo looks <laughs> like look, a beefier. Oh, it's version. not the dumbest. <laughs> I mean, the dumbest thing I ever heard is that we lost our Instagram account because you said we were yes. eight. No, but that's the, true. <laughs> you know, I, can we just say that this Hugo Hofstetter, Stetter, there's no L in that name. Sorry, Hugo. Um, he's got an amazing hair game. I'm loving it. Yeah. He's got the, the high top he fade going on. He has the same on. hair that like, Heinrich Hausler <laughs> had like two years ago. Like, he's exactly the same. He's, he's like a, he's a Benjamin <laughs> Button, Buttony. Heinrich Hausler. <laughs> All right. So as always, with a a race, the he kind of is. He kind of is. I looked it up. Yeah, he's oh, exactly. Yeah. He's 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 just a young standard. <laughs> All right. So as always, with a race of this caliber and this uh, hype level, um, you got to shout out the 16th place, um, uh-huh. which. Was taken home by Intermarché Wanty, um, by Dimitri huh. Clays. Uh, yep. Probably probably nailed that. Um, so definitely look for Dimitri to be performing uh, in your, you know, if you're playing the uh, the internet games, the roller derbies, whatever. Um, put your points on Dimitri next year because he's 16th place um, this year. Um, I also quickly want to shout out uh, an eighth place for... Six, he got six that... <laughs> He got sticks at the tour, tour of Flanders in 2020. I mean, um, he, he seems to be around for a while. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, 16th place might be the this might be the swan slot for this guy. Um, well, we'll, was, we'll revisit I this mean, next year and we'll see. I, I'm just saying. If the, I mean, he was on Team NetApp. Team. I can't believe you're challenging the magic of 16th place. Then. I'm not challenging the magic of 16th you, place. I'm just to me like you're challenging the magic. I mean, points. I'm stoked for this guy. I, you know what? Count me in the Dimitri Clay's camp. Love him. If you look okay. at the career arc, however, it may be on the, <laughs> it may be on the descent. This 16 plays might be the, uh, the pickup that he needs. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> wanted to quickly shout out eighth place, Van Neerkirk team, St. St. Michael oh. Auburn 93, who, we still haven't taken up on the offer to ride in the team uh, car for Auburn 93. They yeah. did offer us that. If we could get over to a race, Trober Leon would have been the best one to do. And uh, obviously, uh, with a top 10 result, 
Um, guys, we blew it. They have a solid, solid kit game. Love that team. Every year they continue to bring it out. They do have the gradient into the shorts, but that orange, I like it because it's not a high-vis orange, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's a, it's a uh, you know, clearly seek that out in the supermarket aisle. You know what you're looking for when you're walking down the, <laughs> the grocery store right there and you see that. Yeah. Yep. But one uh, day, one day we'll get in that car. We will, we will get in that car um, because the, what's, what's the team from uh, Spain that has never, Caja Rual? Caja Rual. Like they never really yeah. came through. Yeah. But St. Is it St. Michael or St. Michelle Aubert? Well, we just say Aubert 93 around here because we are not sure. <laughs> yeah. Is it our bear? Okay, that well. sounds great. So, so um, Trobrone is once again, it's done and yep. dusted. Yep. Uh, things look good. The Giro is, oh, the second rest day is here. Um, and then uh, Eddie Dunbar won the Tour of Hungary, which is important because in Hungary was where the Giro started. So um, mm. it's all downhill for, for the Hungarians for the rest of the season. They went from the Giro Tour of Hungary. I don't even know if there's bike racing there anymore the rest of the year. But um, And then on the women's side, uh, small uh, three-day stage race won by Demi Vollering um, with American Kristen Faulkner taking third place. Pretty awesome to see. Um, yeah. Demi Vollering uh, and Team SD Works winning the um, like jersey competition um so far this year against all the other uh teams that have the same jersey just uh-huh. throw that one out there they're, they're by far nice. the, sto- <laughs> the the strongest um, uci doing what they can to keep uh did this the um the same. this is zulia uh women's race that is the first world tour stage race for the women this year mm-hmm. um just Insane. three days but super exciting racing the whole time um if uh, if you've got it on your your replays on your whatever uh, of the many apps and services available to watch cycling, if it is available on whichever one you subscribe to, uh, I would suggest checking out the stages. Good attacking racing, um, and uh, congrats to Demi for taking that one. And then the uh, the uh, UCI Mountain Bike World Cup was mm. in the Czech Republic at Nova Mesto. And uh, shout-outs to a uh, little-known uh, ger- uh, Great Britain rider, uh, Tom Pidcock, for winning the men's um, race. Uh, real shocking result um, right there. And then on the women's side, we had the same winner as the past uh, few months, which was uh, or all, all of the last uh, um, few World Cups as well. And that was Rebecca McConnell takes the win on the women's side over Lona LeCompte. And Jenny Risfeds, Yolanda Neff in fourth, massive 16th place finish for Ramona Forcini. Um, it looks like uh, Kate Courtney's getting, uh, making a little bit of a comeback, starting to uh, perform well with an 11th place finish, which uh, hopefully that continues into some uh, great results with Haley Batten in 12th. On the women's side, uh, did you guys watch any of this? This is one of my favorite cross-country races of the year. I did, I did not get to catch this one, but it mm-hmm. is, I agree with you, it's one of the best of the year um really fun course really fun to watch so excited to catch up on that one yeah and it's uh i mean there's i wish that they did a little bit more um uh i mean okay let let me let me tell you what i wish (laughs) i wish that red bull wasn't going to lose the coverage 
Yeah. yeah. Because since it's going to Discovery and you know Discovery now is going to be part of that whole HBO like Max Goliath, so I'm sure that's where the coverage is going to eventually sit along with like the Enduro World Series. But it's kind of um Red Bull does such a good job. May I, ho- yeah. I hope at least they bring uh Rob Horner over. I think he's a really good announcer. I enjoy watching those races and Nova Mestro did not uh disappoint. Mm-hmm. Tom Pitcock, it's a machine. <laughs> People are like, oh, he had a real downer of a spring, and here he is beating Nino. Yeah. Yeah. Tough was, to argue with that. He was, yeah. yeah, he was fine in spring, but yeah, it wasn't as amazing as last, last season. He's back. I mean, all he did was win some sort of little competition in the winter. It wasn't really worth anything. So. Yeah. yeah, just a real small <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, anyway. So racing is uh, doing well for the year. Pretty stoked. We got the Giro. Things will be continuing there. But um, let's check in with our um, favorite rider in the professional peloton. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only Michael Matthews on this week's Primat. Hello, this is Shireen from Last Track Lions, and I don't listen to the podcast. All right, guys, here we are in the pre-lap, and I got to give quick major shout-outs to all of our listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. And for those that have supported this podcast through their generous contributions and um, purchases of Slow Ride Podcast Episode 300 shirts, we're going to be ringing the bell pretty soon because there's not very many left. But um, with Episode 400 fast approaching, I do think we should decide live right now on the okay. air. What are okay. we going to be making? We got to do something for episode 400. Are we making shirts? Are we making jerseys? What are we doing? Uh, well, I don't know if this is the live conversation to have. I'm yeah. just going to try to get some uh, <laughs> details from you about uh, jersey options. So uh, you're a good well, yeah, We won't guy. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I know a guy. What we do need to talk about, though, is are we are we thinking kit? Or are you guys thinking jersey or well, t-shirts? We want to go back well, to t-shirts. What do you think? That, we kind of got to talk to our jersey guy on that one <laughs> and see how uh, how it all works out. You know, there's a, is this a jersey guy. Hey, I'm hey, it's me. I'm your jersey guy. What's yeah. up? Exactly. I'm from the Jersey Shore. Perfect Jersey Shore accent. <laughs> no one's offended. I love it. Yeah, it's really into Taylor Ham sandwiches. I don't know what it's all about, but. Um, <laughs> So you uh, you keep pushing these jerseys and bibs and kits and things. And I honestly, like, that stuff's expensive, man. Like, I don't know if people are going to buy it. Um, that's that's where I'm at. So if people get in touch and are like, I would spend the actual appropriate retail amount of money for a kit, then I'm yeah. all for it. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, spending 25 bucks on a shirt is a lot easier to digest, yeah, I think, for a lot of people. Let's get back to my... I talked to my Jersey guy, and he told me, Hey, down at the boardwalk, see? <laughs> you gotta come down. What do these jerseys uh-huh. cost? See, I don't think we should lose... You know, we should try to not lose a ton of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's okay. try to... Like, I don't, I don't need to get make money. 
But I'd rather so we don't like go into debt making what? these jerseys. So. Based on no, I love this podcast, idea. I'm glad that you are not interested in making money because <laughs> Well, I'm not, obviously. We're on episode three eighty nine. I mean obviously yeah. obviously I don't value We're, my time at a yeah, at a marketable no, rate true. at all. Obviously. <laughs> but <laughs> so, so but, we've discussed this before, right? That yeah. there's an hour of listening per episode. We're at three hundred and eighty nine. So that's 389 hours divided by well, 24. We've done 16 days of, <laughs> of episodes for our diehard listeners. Yeah. And even if you listen to that at double speed, which I know many of you do, that's still eight days of your life you've listened to the Slow Ride podcast. But I'm not going to stop there, little guy. 389 episodes, but we know we invest about... Uh, I mean, I invest at least two hours an episode into just research and, and talk. That's 778 hours divided by 24. <laughs> that's 32. That's an entire month of my life that I'll never mm-hmm. get back with my kids. But you, little guy, 389 <laughs> episodes are actually spending probably like three hours of time because you're editing this thing, this at garbage least. at this point. <laughs> that um, divided by, I mean... Uh, yeah, uh, twenty-four. That's forty-eight days of your life has well, been invested. I haven't in edited them all. Thankfully, some of those days are Spencer's days and your days. <laughs> yeah, Most yeah. And if we're them, just going to yeah. multiply that by <laughs> two for no reason, I mean that's eighty days of your life. Yeah. Three months of your life that we've dedicated to Slow Ride Podcast. So if folks yeah. cannot yeah. buy a T-shirt for twenty-five dollars. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know <laughs> what's worth it. The Slow Ride Podcast giving you weeks of entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, true. If we got to use guilt to get these last shirts out the door, we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, if, if you or any of your friends are size XL or double XL, please check out our website. <laughs> oh, well, guys, we're still crushing it. It's Speaking- great. We'll ship them worldwide, as you know. Uh, sp- speaking, I will drop it in the Twitter with this, but speaking of shirts, uh, my uh-huh. buddy Sam who designed the world famous uh, creepy owns a picture for uh-huh. my for my shirt uh, just had a book of his uh, drawings published and that he pu- he 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 did drawings for the entire Old Testament and so he has an entire uh, Bible is it, published is it, with with, is with a, huh? a, a character no owns it did not make it in uh. there but he he illustrated the Old Testament and it is uh, judging so it's if not- you if you like, not factually accurate, then is what you're well, saying. Well, no, it's the Old Testament, so no it's, owns it. Yeah. No, it's no owns it. I mean, <laughs> trust me, the Old Testament is right. wacky. If you if you think the Old Testament's wacky, wait till you just imagine uh, the 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 sort of thing that he did with the owns a shirt brought to um, brought to the wackiness that's in the Old Testament. Anyway, it's great, right. and it looks amazing. And it's made me, uh, I've been looking at it with Tambunin Tambunin, and I don't know how to explain all the weirdness uh, <laughs> that goes on in the Bible. Because you need um, Onza in the case to solve right. it. Yeah, yeah you definitely top. need Onza to solve it. But anyway, I will drop a link at some point if you're into that. It looks amazing, and it's a super beautiful book. Maybe you can and, try and uh, put it in the show notes. Well, I can do that. But I'm okay. Yeah, put, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, well, that's a great update. And so keep an eye out for episode 400 limited distance shirts. Cause we've, uh, we've discussed it with our Jersey guy. <laughs> it went about as well as you expected. I mean, if he's public, kind of from Philly if the public demands it, I'm sure our Jersey guy will make it happen. But yeah, until we hear, we'll, we'll go see evidence. our Jersey guy. He's got yeah. it in his trunk. Yeah. We'll have him. Yeah. We'll have him, uh, trunk we'll have something boardwalk. fall off the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Can't wait to go back to Jersey. 
Um, <laughs> I, with that, gentlemen, let's get back to the show. What up? This is Tomas Koyinch, and you're listening to this low-ride podcast. All right, guys, here we are once again at the world-famous slow-ride podcast mailbag. Email us at theslowridepodcast at gmail.com, where all of your emails are gratefully received. And let's dig deep. You guys did an awesome job of slaying some of these dragons, but there's so many more in here. Um, shout out first to uh, Andrew Nesbitt, who heads us up um, and says, uh, hey, my partner and I love the pod. We listen every week. And normally I would send this to your Instagram, but since you seem to be in some scandal where they think you're eight years old, I'll email you and let you know that the crew at GCN seem to be ready for cycle ball finals at the 2023 Glasgow World Championships as well. Um, that's because GCN over on YouTube did a whole video on cycle ball. So yeah. we highly encourage everyone to go watch that video. And then get prepared for the 2023 Glasgow World Cycling Championships because <laughs> Slow Ride Podcast is taking over an entire section. I gave him a call. I got some group rate tickets. Um, you're going to have to listen to episode <laughs> 430 to figure out how to get them. Uh, um, but yeah, you can, Slow you Ride Podcast is taking them right there. Yeah. Oh, episode 420. Yeah, and the little guy, fix that one in post. Um, absolutely stoked. It. Stoked on that um, cycle ball world championships coming, and uh, yeah. thanks for the email. Um, uh, yeah, we madness. need to we need to stay on top of staking our claim to cycle ball at those world championships because it sounds like people it's already are happening. Maybe yeah. move in on the territory a little bit, and we tried yeah. to stake the lowest bar that there was. Like, you know, well, we like, stake claim to it. Feeder stuff. Let's, like, we know you weren't going to come around, and now all of a sudden we've maybe hyped it up enough that they're coming around so it's kind of like you know we take full credit for the increase in cost on klein bicycles uh -huh. um so it's only right that uh i'm sorry the group Any tickets fandom. are already sold out <laughs> like we we already hedged our bets yeah. we're kind of we're market movers That's we true. hedged our bets we're going to be sitting outside of um the arena there the emeritus arena in glasgow lovely glasgow um, just hawking tickets. We're just going to be selling them at a premium well above. And we're going to say, hey, you didn't buy a T-shirt, but you should buy these heavily inflated prices for Cycle Ball. I'm what sure about, everyone's uh, going to be over at the Chris Hoy Velodrome. Not us. We're going to be yeah. watching the real yeah. champions. We could probably hawk a bunch of the whatever's left from the episode 300 shirts as well. Um, that might be a good yeah. plan. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. um, this email... It's been a long time coming, and I appreciate you guys not reading it um, last week, um, which would have been a shame because I'm so happy to be here. But this one comes to us from friend of the pod, Dave, the official Slow Ride podcast investment partner, who you may remember has emailed us from Australia Corner. And here he is with an investment portfolio update. While listening to last week's episode, episode 387, you asked where we listen? Well, I'm two hours deep into an office Zoom call, if you're interested. I heard you providing your renowned in-depth analysis on the tour of Romandy and friend of the podcast, Tom Schoon's superb King of the Mountains victory. 
but you buried your lead. I can now exclusively reveal that the inspiration behind Tom's breakaway performance on two stages and his overall KOM win was none other than the random guy in Switzerland. (laughs) Pictured here at the last minute team meeting outside the Trek Sega Fredo bus, proudly wearing his limited edition vintage only a few left episode 400 his fast approaching episode 300 t-shirt random guy in Switzerland giving some director sportif advice to Tom's random guy from Switzerland go in the break Tom's who are you random guy from Switzerland I'm the random guy from Switzerland Tom says why are you here and why are you wearing that t-shirt good question I'm not entirely sure myself okay weird but okay. Selfie? If you want, say Swiss cheese. That's so random. <laughs> and then a picture is included that we would have posted on our Instagram account, but we couldn't. So instead it was on our Twitter account and it was the highest valued post in the history of the Slow Ride podcast of Tom Skewn standing next to the random guy in Switzerland who had my t-shirt from episode 300 <laughs> looking resplendent. How awesome is that, gentlemen? It's quite good. Quite good. Um, I, well, I, I don't disbelieve this email, this story. I have to believe that Tom's out of the bus spotted the random Swiss guy in the shirt and was like, that is a slow ride podcast shirt. I need to talk to this guy. And, had you know probably i don't know his people his trek segafredo people like go out corral the guy bring him in vip through the line yeah um you know move part the crowd you know get him through uh like the like presidential um secret service kind of situation you know you know how it is um around cycling races Um, oh of course i mean especially tour of romandy yeah um and then, of course, Tom's coming out and, you know, interviewing him and being like, great shirt. Where did you get it? Oh, I was just trying to get one of this. Is that one of the limited episode 300? I couldn't get one. Uh, sold out before uh, before I could get my hands on one. Um, you know, that kind of thing. And then got the advice as I'm told. I'm assuming uh, Kenny Elisande is the uh, is the muscle, is like the bouncer at the Velvet Rope for just protecting uh, Tom Skunes. Almost certainly. Does. Yeah, almost certainly. Yeah. Um, now, Dave has told us many times that this is just the first step in our investment partner success mm-hmm. because the Tour of Switzerland, Tour of Swiss, is coming up, and the random guy is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's the same shirt or not, but I'm very excited that, <laughs> that this random guy in Switzerland that's never listened to our podcast is doing yeoman's work for yeah. us and getting some great photos. It's fantastic. Love every yeah. moment of this. Um, and... Dave, thank you so much for uh, your contribution to the podcast and making um, your dad's wardrobe better than ever. <laughs> Got another email here. This email comes to us from friend of the pod, Dwells. Hello, two-year listener, first-time editor. Just a note regarding last episode, Prescott uh, is pronounced Prescott, or rather say the word bike kit, press kit, press kit, press kit. Press kit. Now you got it. As a two-time resident of Southern Arizona, think the Tucson area, I've been made aware of how locals prefer it to be pronounced. Great show. Anxiously waiting episode 300. 
Don Wells. Yeah, we you know so. we have to apologize for that one because that, that is embarrassing. That is the first um, error we've actually had on the on the show in dang nearly four hundred episodes. So really uh, t- taking that one on the chin. Um, but you know we'll we'll do better going forward. Oh yes, we will. All right, guys. And uh, remember, let's not forget um, that we've gotten several emails asking for voice memo contributions to episode 400 from our listeners. So mm-hmm. just do a quick voice memo, 10, 20, 30 seconds, and just drop it in. Tell us where you listen to the pod. Tell us who your favorite one is, <laughs> 10, and we'll make 20. sure to include it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, t- so 10 or 20 seconds. 10 to 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, just drop that in. Uh, just send us your voice memos. Email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we will edit those up. Little guy is, you know, he's already invested um, basically a month of his life to this podcast. It might as well just add another week of a high um, quality recordings. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope so. Nate Chenenko, it's us up. Skin shoot? Say that. Skin suit? Schlecking? It's quite the tongue twister there, little guy. That's rough, yeah. I assume yeah. you still have access to your email address. If so, I would like to get your thoughts on the concept of full schlecking in a skin suit. Now that skin suits seem to be prevalent even in Grand Tour mountain stages, see Vanderpool, DeGent, etc. in every stage, the ostentatious billowing of an unzipped jersey has lost quite a bit of panache. Also, as I'm typing this with 50k to go in stage 9, I see that Mikhail Landa had a mechanical conspicuously on a climb. Nate, so question... <laughs> How do we feel about full <laughs> schlecking in a skin suit? Can it be done? Absolutely. 100% can be done. And it's encouraged. That's my take on it. It cannot be done. Yeah, What's it, it's not it can't. good. I don't, you know, it's not, uh, it's, not the, it's not the same thing. I mean, you can try. It's a state of mind. Then why are you wearing it's a skin suit? Same. Why are you wearing a skin suit? You know what I mean? Like if you're wearing the, the skin the suit. The PS tells you to. The sponsor no. said so, man. But you're going gonna to fly your freak flag. You just oh. do your thing. You've got the skin suit on for the descent. It's fine on the way up. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if it's flapping there you go. Bit. No, you no it doesn't flap. The That's the problem, little guy. It, you can't yeah. be done. Skin suits, the, the full Schleck concept, as I know it, yeah. as I yeah, created it. You're right, yeah. Is that it needs to flap. That's the whole point. Like, you get to see <sighs> the true. bib straps and the full. Like, you get to see the weird, like like radio holster kind of coming up through the under the arm or wherever it's placed. Like I, the skin suit, there's no flapping. There's no flapping. Um, it's true. Well, what's, what's the opposite? Because didn't Frank get in trouble one time? Cause he wore the, um, camelback under yeah. the skin suit for the time trial to create for almost the arrow effect. One, you don't have to get out of the bars to, or, you know, get off the bars to drink, but also it, it sort of smoothed the airflow over him. Mm-hmm. So that's, I don't know what that is. That's something else schlecking. That's like... But that's some um, sort of skin suit thing, you know? Yeah, that's like cameling or something. Um, cameling. <laughs> Schle- schleckling? You've got an extra hump. You're storing things can in you there, wear, storing some water. Can you wear a cam- camelback on your chest? Has that been outlawed yet? Like, is there... It has been outlawed, yeah. No, uh, yeah, Somebody you'd have to wear... You'd have to wear the um, the special vest where you could put f- twenty bottles on it, um, <laughs> but just a lot of straws. Yeah, <laughs> like out of every bottle, like the uh, the water carrier vest. Yeah, you know, you go yeah, back yeah, to the yeah. team car and grab all the bottles. You'd do that. Yeah, 
That sounds that sounds awfully arrow. It's like a golf ball. Just yeah, really dimpled. If the bottles are dimpled, see, that's the thing. You don't think about it. You're I, like, oh, that's stupid. And then you're like, wait a minute. Are the bottles more arrow than your body? Perhaps. Mm-hmm. They could be get, engineered. Well, well, you go back to the car, you get that best of water bottles right before the descent. Mm-hmm. A lot heavier. Boom. You're a rocket. A lot heavier. Yeah. You're a rocket. Yeah. yeah. You're all, you're all so, deadly and heavy. Yeah. Uh, well... I don't think it can be done, but it sounds like two to one. <laughs> it can be done in a skin suit. You guys win. I lose. Whatever. I'll lick my wounds and I'll live to see another day. In fact, episode three hundred and ninety next week. Um, let's uh, keep this uh, this well, we'll podcast moving. That, actually, we'll see about uh, that. We'll see if you're here or not next week. Cycling needs more Hollywood hype. This email comes to us from friend of the pod, Dave Esquire. Dear Slow Ride Podcast, thank you for providing a forum for cycling enthusiasts of all degrees of experience, knowledge, and dedication. I would love to see more racing in California, and I think what is needed is more Hollywood hype. Uh, When I started becoming interested in cycling, I soon became fascinated with racing cyclist nicknames. So I thought it might be good to have your listeners hear the nickname and guess the cyclists. Perhaps they can suggest some new nicknames for young riders. Can you guess... The Manx Missile? I think so. Yeah. This is, for the, this is for the listeners, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we, oh, okay. They can press okay. pause after Give everyone. Manx, Manx Missile. Yeah, we got that. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, the Hornet. Ooh, that I don't actually know. A.K.A. America's Most Popular Cyclist. Oh. oh. That makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. That's, Doug Swanson, that's, huh? Okay. That's, that's Chris Horner. That's uh, Chris Horner. Oh, jeez. The Antopedes, Antopedes Torpedo. I don't I know need, this one. I need you to take a second run at that one if I'm going to yeah, get it. Yeah, <laughs> The Ant- Antopodes Podes Torpedo. I don't know. Some, uh, some classics uh, scholar is yelling at their headphones right oh, now. Oh, for but sure. That's, that's Caleb Ewing. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, King Kelly. Yeah, we got that one. Yeah, that yeah. one's in the bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the cannibal. Oh, we got that one too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The shark. Oh, Lance. Oh. oh, we know that one. He's retiring. Yep. 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 Um, Spartacus. Oh yeah. We know that one. He already retired. <laughs> uh, di- dynamite. I did not know this. Dynamite. Dynamite. Yes, no. mm. Dynamite. 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 Eddie Dunbar. No. Ooh, that'd be a good one. I actually, we should just give that to him. Um, this is down as Biniam Gourmet's uh, nickname, Dynamite. Dynamite, huh? All right, I haven't Dynamite. heard that. Yeah. That's All a right. good name. Cool. Dynamite's good. I, I think Eddie, Eddie Dunbar, I don't know anything about Eddie Dunbar except he's from Ireland, and you're like, oh, Dynamite. I like it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Monster. Sagan? No, nah. I, I did not know this either. This is a this is a cla- the classic rider here, um, America's only Tour de France winning cyclist, Greg Lamont, the monster. I have not heard that. Okay, well, that makes yeah. sense. God, and we read I, some uh, books, but um, Vludi, Vludi, Vludi. That's uh, it's not, the not, not very creative. No, uh, Vludi, uh, almost like she's a hockey player. Annemiek Van Vluten is a classic. Uh, uh. Um, nickname, and then we have Attila the Hungarian. 
This is, of course, uh, uh, Hungarian writer Attila Voltaire. All right. Voltaire. I, I mean, I get it, but it's also, it's not, you know. Yeah. It's like if, yeah. I, was, if, if, if I was a pro and they called me Minnesota Matt, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 He's Matt. Okay. Um, my, is that all of them? Sorry. Yeah, that's all of them. Okay. I mean, I think we could do better. I got. Yeah. I got to admit, I think we can do better than this. I think case. we could probably do better. My personal favorite was the cricket. I don't know why, but I, I always love that. Pa- Paolo uh, Bettini, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he just competing in the the E mount the E Giro? I have I no I idea. Heard that when I was watching one of the stages, and I <laughs> tried to not pay attention to the E Giro, but yeah, I was like, it to me. I was like the gorilla, Andre Greipel. Yeah, that was classic. Um, all right, guys. Uh, with this, I got. I think we can do better nicknames. And you may not know this because I know you guys do not have your fingers on the pulse of pop culture the way that I do. Oh, the way that clearly, yeah. People read my um, entertainment Tinseltown blog because um, <laughs> uh-huh. I I am one of the top entertainment reporters in the country, and I think it's time to bring back a slow ride podcast classic. In 389 episodes, we've had some, some great fun, lots of awesome discussion. <laughs> but I think it's time we cast our very own Hollywood remake of Top Gun. With Top Gun coming out in a few weeks' time, I think we need to take this nickname conversation to the next level. Okay. So as the All director, right. you can call me Ridley Scott. I've got the skills. I know what I'm doing here. As he the director of all things... I guess he did. Uh, did he? No. I'm pretty did sure. He? It's either him or Michael Bay at this point, right? It's probably yeah. Michael Bay or something, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I want to call you a director, Tim, but I, you could maybe be a producer, like an executive producer. Um, the director was Tony Scott. I was, un, I was, I was close. Halfway there. Um, oh, yeah. To, to Ridley brother, Scott. Huh? Yeah. There we go. Um, okay, go ahead, Spencer. I was going to say, uh, producer seems like more an appropriate role or maybe even talent scout. I, well, I think all three of us are the talent scouts. So here is the scene I think we need to cast because okay. this is the, the ultimate scene. We're going to do a couple rewrites in here. But what okay. is more awesome in Top Gun than the world's famous beach volleyball scene where we have... Um, Anything Maverick airplanes, probably Maverick and goose versus <laughs> Iceman and slider uh-huh. in the ultimate competition of volleyball. So we are going to cast, you know, the four main characters of this uh, okay. film. And yeah. I, you know, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to cast a fifth. That's going to arrive late in the scene. What better way to start off with the legendary main person in the entire film of course i am talking about maverick the yeah. quintessential top gun character you got to start at the top like this is the foundation for the rest of the the story you know like you need to yeah. know who this main mm-hmm. character is before you can start casting everyone else right that is right uh-huh. so well, we're gonna need mm-hmm. let's break we this need, down we're gonna we need, need star power we're gonna yes, need yeah. mm-hmm uh, the eye, the world, the eyes of the world need to be on this person. So, uh, we need to get butts in seats and sell some tickets. Um, what are you 100%. guys bringing? What are you guys bringing to the table? What do you? What do you? Well, what do we got. 
I see. I think that yeah. you can actually come to it from the stance that for such an important character, it's sometimes it's okay to play to type. You don't really need the star hmm. power. You need someone that can live up to star power. You need to have someone that has the confidence uh -huh. to pull this type of character off uh -huh. that looks the part okay. that you know is more than willing to ride a crotch rocket down the runway uh -huh. next to fighter jets uh -huh. to immediately go to the beach volleyball court, take off his shirt and look resplendent. And there is no <laughs> other man to do this okay. than the brand new Maverick himself, Michael Bling Matthews. Oof. Okay. Oof. Okay. Set okay. the scene the Oof. correct way. He is, he can, Ugh. he's got the part. He's got the teeth. He's got the look. Michael Matthews is Maverick. Okay. I, I can see it I now. Need, I, 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 I need to, to that. I need to hear what the money got. Yeah. Okay, Tim. It's a good point, but I, I think Michael Matthews might be better for a different role. I oh. think much like the fact that the first Top Gun came out in, what, 1986, and now we're doing a remake, we have the same star in both movies. The mm -hmm. ageless, Scientology, uh -huh. goofy, crazy man, Tom Cruise. Yeah. So I think we got to go with someone else who's ageless, Alejandro Valverde. He can star oh. in this one. If 20 years from now we need to make a remake, he's still going to look <laughs> the part. Dumbest okay. idea. He's not going to have age. He's still going to be fit. He's still going to be it's ready true. to go. That, that is true. Little guy, he's you've had a lot. take off his shirt. Yeah. You haven't. There's, there's, no, I don't want No. Tim, little guy's had a lot of bad ideas on this show over the years, but this one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just I'm gonna give him some credit. This is yes. the worst one. This, this is the worst, is the worst one. Because yeah. it just, yeah. By far. He's had all these horrible ideas that he's like, okay, let's take the 42-year-old yeah. um, so, that's just giving away races, kind of dirty. Here, yeah. Here's here, let's, just a number. Let's Tom step Cruise away is, what, from this. 174 years old? Let's step but he's away conquered from the guy's insanity here. I've got, I've got the solution. Okay. Yeah. The right. solution is simple. My, my, there's a theme throughout my picks here that I'm bringing to the table. This is clearly, beach volleyball is clearly a sprinter's game. Um, because obviously, right? But we need we need the star power today. We need all that that I spoke about earlier. And there's obviously no bigger get than Matthew Vanderpool himself. It has to be. He is no the new Tom Cruise. He is. Not <laughs> Here's the thing. You Michael picking Matthews him has is, already made like I already know all the rest of your picks with you going with Matthew Vanderpool. So you do I, and we're gonna have crossovers on one of them. So I'm just gonna say right now that I, I cannot give you Matthew Vanderpool here because he doesn't look the part. He has like, he here, absolutely looks the part. He does not have the confidence and the part. swag to pull off he has Maverick. All the swag. We're talking about Pete, Maverick, Mitchell, and yeah. there is no other person than the guy that nicknamed himself Bling. He's too old. Valverde is too old, and Michael Matthews is too old. They can't do it. No. Oh, no. They can totally do it. Gen, Gen Z is not going to see Matt, Michael Matthews okay. star in anything. Let me okay. tell you. Let, let me do it this way. Let's break it down like this. This is how we're going to figure this one out. All right. Whoever's shorter gets the part. No. That doesn't make any sense. So you have Matthew Vander, Matthew Vanderpool is 1.84 meters. It's going to be Valverde if you do this, Tim. 
No, 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 no. Valverde's not even included in this conversation. It's between no, Michael Matthews and Matthew Vanderpool. It's 177. It's Michael Matthews. No, no. Valverde is not Maverick. This is already going off the rails. Tim, 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 you just you Tim, you set you set a, a set of criteria, and I I think you just walked into a trap. Valverde, yeah. I believe, is the new Maverick here. How no. I'll tell <laughs> this is terrible. One point seven six meters. Oh no way! No way! No. <laughs> oh, amazing! All right, that's locked in. Um, it is time to keep this show going. Um, so, Michael, Matt, as the uh, associate producer of this. Oh, oh my um, God, Timmy's one point seven eight. You lied no. to me. Uh, okay, I'm writing Valverde down. Michael, well, Matthew. I'm, I'm just ignoring right. both of you, and I'm you casting Michael. Matthew, okay, uh, Matthew well, Vanderpool. We're, yeah. we're now moving on to uh, who is the who is the wingman to Maverick? Of course, who is the goose? Who is the guy that is going to lead? Okay, little guys, Maverick to to, to go what and hopefully maybe finish the what season or maybe not. What do you got, little guy? Who do you got? I- I got it. It's easy. Uh, whoever the guy that, that, that played Goose in the movies, famously he's bald. He was on uh-huh. a show about uh-huh. emergency rooms. Obviously, you got to go with a bald rider. We're going with Jella Vanander. Star Jella, power all the, the way. Part? Star yeah. power all the way. Wow. Um, this is a, you want to cast a good support rider. He's a good support rider, but you don't want to uh-huh. cast someone who's going to overshadow your main your main rider. And uh-huh. Oh, I'm not worried. Perfect. No one's overshadowing Michael Matthews. Are you kidding? He is the maverick. Um, little guy, I don't even know who this rider is. Um, okay, you well. You know who Jella Vanager is. Come on. All right. Well, all right. I got to tell you, 389 episodes with me. You definitely talk about manager. All right, Tim. I mean, why don't you go so that I can then clean up the mess afterwards? Well, to me, clearly it's uh, um, Tim Merlier. Um, I think I think we need a, a team player. He's proven to be a team player on the Matthew Vanderpool squad, uh-huh. and he's just classic, uh-huh. just a uh, team player. Now. Uh-huh. He is not going to yes. overshadow because no one can overshadow Matthew Vanderpool exactly. in the top role. But Tim Merlier is there on the, the side. He is the ultimate wingman. I will give him props to that. Tim. And uh, yeah, so it's I, him. I don't know how you nailed that role for Goose. So <laughs> on the nose while screwing up Maverick <laughs> so impressively. Like it's I right said, right there. It's Matthew Vanderpool and Tim Merlier. They've been the perfect duo no, for no, the last no. couple of years. They work together beautifully. One wins, the other wins. Whatever. Uh, it 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 has to be Merlier. I'm sorry for his uh, friends and family. Um, the, the outcome of the movie doesn't go well for him, but <laughs> it, it is just not, a show. But yeah, no, just just not there. Just, I'm sorry. Just, it's not, not going to be there. So, but Merlier, I mean, uh, Mer- Mer- Merlier is definitely goose. I okay, think we agree that this, for yeah, sure. Like that's casted. That's okay. done. And we'll, done. we'll have to go back to the drawing board on who uh, who Maverick is. What we can agree on is that it's not Valverde. Um, so now we need the rival to Maverick, and of course, opposite the net, we have Iceman and his loyal radio or radar interception officer Slider. The ultimate hype man. Uh-huh. Who are the quote-unquote rivals to Maverick and Goose? Um, there's so many to choose from, but Spencer, why don't you go ahead? Uh, I already know where this is going. Like I said, yeah. I could I can call this right now. Um, and as much as I want to agree with you on this, 
I am sticking to my guns because there's okay. only one Bling Matthews. But it's, it's the absolute slam dunk rivalry <laughs> of the modern era. And of course, with the perfect hair to throw back to Iceman and his perfect hair, I'm talking Wout Van Art. There's oh, no other option. There uh, is. If, it, if it's not Maverick coming out on top, it was Iceman. If it's not MVDP coming out on top, it's WVA. It, uh, it has to be Wout Van Aert. Here's the flaw. Here's the flaw. He makes a good point, Tim. Here's the flaw. Wout Van Aert is never going to reach across and say, you can be my wingman anytime to Maverick. This is not going to happen. He's not going to be able to keep up. <laughs> okay. unless, it's really, yeah. unless it's really rainy. Um, I mean, Spencer, again, I appreciate where you're going here. You've uh-huh. obviously put some thought into this, whereas... I, w- I got stuck on the hair. I was thinking hair. So naturally yeah. I was just like, well, it's Marcel Kittle. Like there, there's no, like, like he's okay, literally yeah. a spitting image for Iceman. So I went with Kittle. Um, so, you know, not really an association with uh, Bling Matthews, but Bling is proven to be an amazing actor. He can yeah. carry this thing on the back of, on his back. Um, so I'm going Marcel Kittle as Iceman. Interesting. Um, who do you got, little guy? You know, I kind of wanted to go with Saga, but I, I think Spencer makes a good point. I'm going to go with Wow. I'm going to throw my lot in. All right. We got we got consensus on two of the picks so far. Yeah. yeah. Or majority. majority. Yeah, majority. Yeah, we, we can go majority. Uh, we don't you know cons- what I mean? That's how it works on this show. Kittle's got, um, the, Kittle's got the hair. So now we need the ultimate... Um, we need yeah. the ultimate... Backstop. We need the ultimate like sidekick. Yeah. Hype man. Yeah. Like who is the guy that stands behind Iceman and says, You tell him, boss. You're the man. I got your back no matter what. Who is that? Oh, that's easy. That's so easy, you guys. Michael okay. Morkoff. Ooh. He spends <laughs> all day, every day riding around for Cavendish. Mm-hmm. Leading out Cavendish, mm-hmm. perfectly positioning Cavendish so Cavendish can run his mouth <laughs> in the sprints. <laughs> yeah, nonstop. yeah. I mean, he lives that life, you know. Uh, I, I had a different pick, but when you place, you put it the way you put it, Tim. I, I changed my tune. It's Morkoff all the way. Yeah, Morkoff. That's, that's not a bad pick. The problem is, there's no Cavendish in this cast, so it kind of falls apart. Well, um, but I mean, I think I think Morkoff could step in that role. I don't know. Can you think of someone on the? It's certainly not. Uh, it, it, it's certainly not. Uh, why can't I think of it? Well, would you? <laughs> I, I put it this way: Would you cast Cavendish as Iceman? You could. I think if you went Cavendish Iceman, maybe you go Morkoff. But with Wout in that role, maybe you go with Evan Pool. Maybe cast against type. Maybe, type, but and, you know, make him really work for it. You know, it's like it's nice to see an actor reach. You know, maybe. But as the one who brought Wild Venert to the table, I will tell you my thoughts on who should play Slider, and it's the foil, the other foil. Since Wild Venert hasn't been here in this Giro, who else has been the foil to Matthew Vanderpool? It's nothing, no one other than Germay. Germay has been That's on true. his rear wheel all of the time spoiling the sprint uh early spoiling the breakaway the other day uh you could say and um just playing the foil uh to matthew vanderpool and And not uh, winning at all yeah um, which is pretty much slider because he never wins 
He's, you know, he's just a wingman. I mean, Spencer, you got some some good thoughts well, there. Um, how about this, though? I, I'd taking a second Iceman pick. should be Sagan. Uh-huh. Daniel Oss. Daniel Oss is, like, definitely a classic. Yeah. Got the hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, he he definitely could be a good. He's definitely a good hype man. I mean, he's Sagan's hype man all day. But and all night. I, plays the bass. All right, let's. Uh, you got two picks now. Let's let's see what Tim's first. I one mean, was. well, I was my my first one that I had written down right here is um, Cavendish for this, mostly just because he's annoying, oh. and he just like I don't want him to win. And Slider was just kind of always there in the background, and I would just love the idea so, of Mark Cavendish not getting top billing. In is a movie the, and just watching him have to squirm to like not have yeah, as yeah. many lines as anybody else. It'd be amazing. So, Tim, I, I, you're the one with the finger on the pulse in the, in the Tinseltown <laughs> blog and everything. Um, the new Top Gun, the remake, is it yeah. set in 2022 modern times or is it set in 2012 recent it's, history? Because Michael Matthews, Cavendish... Uh, you know, <laughs> Marcel Kittle, the rest yeah. of your picks all kind of falling yeah. in this zone, yeah. this era. That's not quite. Except Tim Merlier, who's pretty much just a baby at this point. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, you raise a good point, Spencer. Um, you know, I don't know if we have, uh, full consensus on this pick, um, mm. or even a majority rule, but you know, I, that is a good discussion, but as this is a Hollywood remake, uh-huh. I think it's at this moment that they're playing volleyball and they're really getting at it. Yeah. Let's just say it's Mac, uh, Matthew Vanderpool and Walt Van Art arguing uh-huh. at the net. Uh-huh. Tim Merlier <laughs> pushing back against um, whoever you picked was Slider. Um, who was that again? Germain. Who was your slider? Germain. Germain. Just like about to throw down. Yeah. Oh, what is that? Someone pulls up in a nice mint Seat and he walks out and who is it other than Viper himself, uh. the legendary Alejandro Valverde? And he says, you listen here, guys. You're on the same team. You need to get back to work and save this country from madness. That Viper is Alejandro Valverde. All right. Yeah, all right. I mean, I still think he's Maverick, but you he know, runs I the Top see. Gun. <laughs> he runs the Top Gun school, the best uh, of the best. I've um, I've got a split decision here. I couldn't okay. couldn't come to terms. Right. Um, my instinct was to go with somebody with some DS experience, but also who knew how to win, <laughs> and that was well. obviously uh, Enemic Van Vluten. Okay. Uh, well, that would make a great Viper and give it a nice twist yeah. for the uh, for 2022. But based on my whole sprinter logic and everything, I kind of <laughs> was I was kind of leaning Cav. I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of leaving Cav. Cav was Viper. The, I used to uh, fly with your son. Yeah, I used to, I used fly to with crush your dad. It. <laughs> I used to be so good, and they were all like, "That man's washed up." And then he comes out and wins <laughs> a bunch of tour and Giro stages, and uh, he's back. Yeah. So we, one we of those some- two. Yeah, we uh, got some definitely. MIGs. I used to I used to beat guys like that. I used to take down Vladimir Carpets. This was amazing. I'm <laughs> Mark Cavendish. I love it. Viper. So good. Who you got, okay. little guy? You got a Viper pick? No, I, you know, I see the Velverde. I see the logic. And uh, as much as I don't want it because I want him to be Maverick, I mean, you're probably right. 
He's he's probably there running the school, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. I mean, give all the money to Spencer. Sprint. Spencer may have won this sprint. one, but uh. the fact that Bling Matthews was not cast in a Top Gun remake. I mean, maybe he's Jester, maybe he's Cougar, the guy that had to turn in his wings because he just couldn't cut it. I don't know. But if Bling Matthews is not one of these characters, he's got the best helmet name ever, Bling. It's going to be awesome. That could be him. There are so many other roles that we could cast him in. He will make the cut. Obviously, you're his agent, so I will make this promise (laughs) to you. your, Your guy will make the cut. He will be in this film. I don't know if he'll get a speaking role, um, but he will be on. Oh, he's going to be so good. I, I, I want to know what other uh, pro riders. Um, maybe uh, um, Tom Skunes can give us a report of some other team rider, uh, pro tour riders' um, nicknames in the pack. Like, like, what would they be? What would the helmet design be? Like, what's, what would Tom's rock? Is he the potato man? Is it Mr. Potato Head on the helmet? <laughs> I don't know. I need to know. What yeah. would you want on your helmet? This is so much to discuss. You know what? I've already got it. I'm sorry, guys. I ruined it for Tom's. He can't write in now, but uh, I don't know what the design on his helmet would be, but he should definitely be air fryer. (laughs) Oh, and with that, we'd like to thank you for listening to the 389th episode of the slow ride podcast. We'd like to remind you to email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com where all of your emails are gratefully received and send in your own voice memo, 10, 20 seconds max of your, where you listen to the slow ride podcast for episode 400. We'd also like to thank all the listeners and supporters of the wide angle podium net network, head over to wideanglepodium.com to kind to find out more about our slew of shows. And BK one of Rhymesayers entertainment continues to provide us with the best intro and outro music in the game. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in the Happy Valley of Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Dear cycling friends, we accept the fact that we have created the premier gravel and road racing podcast, and we don't think you're crazy to ask us who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a hobby blogger, a gravel pro, and a curious newbie. And you can find us on the Wide Angle Podium Network. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours the Grodio Podcast.